Hello and welcome to the Vlogging Pod. Today we are joined by young adult and adult author Jody Gallegas. Hello. <laughs> Hello, how are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for asking. Um, I've, as usual, I like to do a little research of each author that I have on. Yeah, so, I'm nervous. <laughs> no, no. Um, we do about 20 minutes, and it's okay if we go a few minutes over, so no worries. Um, okay. I, I usually just like to make them short and sweet because they're a lot more fun that way, but you know, yeah. we'll just play it by ear. Um, no need to be nervous. This is just like a regular conversation between you and I. All right. Fair enough. Okay. Um, I have you about um, four books published. Is that correct? Yep. Four books are done and one more is coming up. Okay. When I, when I was checking out to see how many books you've published, I noticed you have, um, I believe it's uh, seven that you have that all together. So there's three books that you haven't published. Am I correct? So, oh, that I have not published. Right. Um, I have some that are still in various stages of development. Okay. So four published, one that's been turned into my publisher, um, which is a series finale. And then I have some others that are just not done. Not done. Okay. Because I was going to ask about that. Is there any teasers on these three books that you could share? Um, so I have another romance that's kind of set um, up in Alaska around the fishing, the crabbing industry. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a young adult martial arts fantasy that I need to get back to. And then I have also a um, YA historical, which is kind I call it my hippie book. And it's okay. kind of set um, in the 80s, but kind of in a hippie commune. Okay. Now, I do love martial arts stuff. So <laughs> now I, I don't have any, um, oh, what you say? physiques and that or any kind of critiques or anything of that. But I love watching it on TV. I did hear that you have a black belt, though. Yep, I do. Awesome. I got my black belt in um, Jun Fang Jeet Kune Do, which yeah. is like the Bruce Lee style. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, what I always like to see in these interviews uh, when I do my research is um, overcoming adversity. Right. So, so with that, can you tell me a little bit about your 10th grade English teacher? Oh, yeah. So I'm not going to name his name. No, I, kind I, I, of, would, I'm, I would either. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of pretty sure I remember his name. Mm -hmm. um, he, so I was kind of an aimless kid, honestly. I didn't know what I was going to do or, you know, if I was going to actually do anything. Um, and then, at, you know, that's about the age everybody's asking you, what are you going to be when you grow up? What are your plans after school? And I didn't know, and I didn't know. And then I kind of had a revelation that, you know, I love reading. I love books. I loved writing. And I didn't know exactly where my direction was, but I was like, I finally thought of it. I'm going to do something in literature. And he just kind of looked at me and he goes, yeah, you'll never make a living at that. 
And no. so it was just kind of, yeah, it was, wah, 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 wah. there goes that dream. <laughs> so uh, I went back to my listless teenage youth. Oh, well, you know what? He'd be chewing at the bit right now if he could see you now. So. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure it's a conversation he doesn't even remember. So, you know, isn't that funny, though? That's probably not. But some of the things, the smallest things are the most memorable for us when we're young, yes. when we're young. we carry with us. Yes. Um, so with writing seven books for mm -hmm. being published, mm -hmm. um, you have proven all the naysayers wrong, which basically we're just talking about. So how did working for a small publishing press as an editor help with that? Oh, that helped so much. Um, and actually, I guess I got to remember my timeline. I can't remember. It was probably my first book came out about the same time I was working for the small publisher. Okay. What year um, was that? Uh, the first book came out in 2019. Was it 2019? 2017. I'm sorry. And I think... Okay. Earlier in that year, probably, I started working for Lakewater Press. Okay. Um, and I just, it really opened me up to, like, the other side of the publishing industry, like, um, the whole querying the whole process, process, what it's like being on the other side of it, um, you know, good queries and bad queries, um, and as well as, like, all the work that goes into a book coming out and marketing it. So... And then I had the, um, Kate Foster was a wonderful mentor. Uh, she was the main editor at Lake Water and just kind of gave me opportunities to stretch my wings and try to grow creatively. And so that's how I kind of got into some editing as well. Oh, nice. Now, do you still open yourself out for, as, as an editor or was that just? Yeah, that I take, I take a few, um, I have a few people that I work with regularly, and okay. I just, you know, because I have to work, I have to write too. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I try to keep my, I try to keep my rates like really, really fair because I know how expensive it can be. Oh, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I take on a few cases and yeah, it's, it's good though. It's a good kind of exercise. Right. Yes. Editing can range into thousands. Oh, yeah. On, depending on your word count and everything, you can be yeah. really putting some money into that. Yeah. Um, now I read uh, you had a life changing moment in reading the book, Alas by Babylon, Alas Babylon by Pat Frank. I think I'm pronouncing uh, that right. Pat Frank. Yeah. Frank. Okay. Frank. That's my penmanship there for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you tell us why that was? Oh, I don't know if it was life changing. I think that was just the spark that turned me on to sort of dystopian type um, storylines. And honestly, Alas Babylon is the only book I've ever read like several times. Mm -hmm. um, I turned my husband on to it. Like I made him listen to the audiobook when we were on a trip once. Um, and it was just kind of my very first like introduction to dystopian literature. Okay. And. Yeah. And I, I was just hooked from that time. And even when now, you, like some of it's so old, like dial up phones and all that stuff, but even still the, like the storyline still resonates. Right. Would you say some of your books follow the dystopian bio lines as well? Um, I, yeah, I'm kind of 
really intrigued by like when society collapses mm-hmm. and like when everything you know, like when all the norms are suddenly gone and we have to reestablish. So anything like that, I'm really intrigued by. Yeah. Okay. But I'm not a uh, fan of COVID. <laughs> okay. Not a fan of pandemic living. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I don't know if I would put us in, dyst- uh, in dystopia with COVID, but I get you going with that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless something's happened that I haven't found out about yet. I am kind of a hermit, but. <laughs> yeah, not yet. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, let's see. Now this one's a little lengthy and if I can read my writing, okay. I said, I, I found you on a book cave and something that struck out at me was your pet peeve. Do you know oh, what I'm referring to? I, I don't. Okay. <laughs> All right. This I'm going to love them. There are All so right. many. <laughs> okay. One of your things was, can I quote you? Absolutely. All right. Um, what it was quoted on there was lack of social graces, consideration. And at first I thought when I read that, I was like, mm, maybe that's just one of those comments we think. But when they ask you what your pet peeve and you're like, mm, I think mm-hmm. that might be it. Yeah. Um, but when I went to your Twitter feed, <laughs> and <laughs> I, I know I like to look at everything. I, I yeah. pull from the most littlest things I can find. Um, I found a few posts and it was based on someone else's, what they had been saying. And uh, let's see. Mm-mm-mm. I wanted to dive a little deeper into all that. When you were okay. talking about social graces, um, is that, is that still a pet peeve for you? Just like in social media in general, how we relate to one another. Is that what you were referring to? Yeah, I think we don't listen enough to other people anymore. I think there's no, um, there isn't as much consideration for differing opinions um, and for differing ways of living. And I think we've kind of lost the ability to, um, to be just considerate of others. Right. And, and no place is that more evident than in social media. Yeah, I agree with that. I think I think I think the biggest thing is because we don't have to attach a face to it. I mean, some of us do. I mean, huh, I'm a selfie or you know what I mean, if right, that's right, word. Right. But uh, it's easier to put an icon or something attached to a name and you don't really have to stand behind it. I think that's one of the biggest things. Um, but so I get what you're saying about that. I think it just makes it harder to have that regard for people like we would if we were just passing along each other in the street yes right yes okay now something else i was looking at that i found interesting was you had um you had uh tongue-tied <laughs> you had a thing called your beta readers um yeah that you you have some posts regarding it. I actually saw that on Twitter's too. So what I'm curious is how long did it take you to organize um, people with you that were going to be just that honest with you? I mean, I mean, be very open and honest. How long did it take you to find something like that? Oh, it's taken forever. (laughs) Um, I have 
one beta reader, and I actually beta read for him as well. Okay. Um, his name's James Weaver. He's an excellent uh, crime thriller author. Mm-hmm. And he's so kind because he will read my romance and my young adult, no matter what. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, yeah, he will, he will just tell me. And that's really what I need is, you know, cause those are the best, the best feedback is the brutal, honest ones. Okay. Um, and then, you know, I have a few people who've kind of beta read for me over the years, you know, come and gone. And then I have one other person, um, her name's Rose and I work with her. Okay. And she it always gave me feedback, like unsolicited feedback, <laughs> which I laugh because, I mean, she you knows she'll just come and say, like, this was all wrong and all the commas were in the wrong place and it irritated me. And so I was like, hey, do you want to be a beta reader? And so she actually did a ver- the very first beta read for me. And she was phenomenal, just like James, just told me what she thought. And so, and those people are priceless when you find them. Right. Do you find that it was harder to work with a beta reader of that honesty level when you were first starting out? Do you think it's taken you time to adjust to that? Or have you always been able to take uh, criticism in that way? Have you always taken it positively? Yeah, I think it always stings when somebody criticizes your work. You know, Mm -hmm. you spend so long writing that book and then to have somebody criticize it, it's always going to sting. But you have to be rational about it. And realize that that's really where they're trying to help you make the best product that you can. And so you have to, you know, take a minute if it stings and let it sting. And then um, just move on and make it work and make it better. So, I mean, it doesn't hurt as much anymore, but because I can see the forest for the trees now. (laughs) Well, um my husband has always been very honest with me, but I'll be on mm-hmm. now, even to be more honest, because that's my usual phrase to be honest with you. That's my big phrase. Um, <laughs> it hurt. It hurt like heck. I'm telling you, I would go back and I print things out and he would go through a red marker and I was like, whoa, <laughs> where? <laughs> yeah. So it hurt a lot. Um, and I think it would probably hurt more coming from somebody who's close to you. Yes, I think so. Um, but I also think after 12 years for myself, I think I'm a little more distant to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. If I saw him with a red marker, I might freak out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, let's take a moment to uh, talk about uh, your newest, The Queen of Ruins. And this is from the okay. High Crown Chronicles. Tell me a little... Not, this is, wait, this is the third book in the series? So or Queen the of the Ruins is the second book. Okay, second. All right. And then I just turned in the third, which is um, The War of Myths and Mortals. Okay. Okay. And tell us a little bit about The Queen of Ruins before we get on to The War of Myth and... The War of Myths and Mortals, yeah. Mortals, okay. Um, So Queen of the Ruins, so the High Crown Chronicles series is about um, Mallory, who was um, meant to be queen of her kingdom, like she was meant to ascend. And um, her father and brother um, sort of plotted against her instead because they wanted to capture um, the highest 
uh, rank within this group of kingdoms, which is called the High Crown. Um, mm -hmm. So they kind of pawned her off, plotted against her quite a bit. Uh, and that was all in book one. So in book two, um, it's just right after the initial war where um, Mallory and her husband, Jameis, who was another king, their lands were just invaded. And so it's just kind of after that. Um, and it's this is darker. Uh, it's all about like vengeance and betrayal. And I just get really, really kind of gritty and dark with it in this one. Oh, okay. So this was the second that's gritty and dark. Yeah. Okay. And then now, books. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm not going to stop so, you on your roll. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, and then book three um, gets a little darker. And because, you know, it's sort of the final culmination of all these things happening. Um, there are some sort of long forgotten gods that have been kind of whispering to Mallory, um, kind of coming back to life. Um, and then it's just the ongoing betrayal and, you know, kind of getting to the root of who's really responsible for everything and who, you know, where that act of vengeance finally has to land. Okay. Now, is there a lot of action fight scenes? There's quite a bit of fight scenes. Um, there's, I mean, I think some people might be put off by the. Um, Letting gore. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it doesn't bother me at all. I think it's not anything. You're talking my storyline now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's people being stabbed and beaten and, you know, it's just another day. Oh, nice. I like I like the kick butt routines. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and people die, and sometimes even I'm surprised that they've just died. So. Now, do you have plans? This isn't the, this this one you just published. That isn't the end of the series, right? You have plans for another book in it. So no, um, the War of Myths and Mortals will be the final in this series. Okay, so this is a three book series then. Yes. Okay, three book series. All right. Okay. Okay. So, um, can you tell me um, what pushed you more to write the series? Um, it was just an idea that kind of popped in my head. It started as a just kind of a scene uh, and a bit of dialogue between two people, uh -huh. and me just kind of fleshing it out like well who are these people and how did they get to this point and turned out it was between mallory and Jameis. um and then actually that whole scene didn't even make it into any of the books uh, because it turned out it wasn't even a good scene so <laughs> that happens a lot now i know it was, it was trash <laughs> now you're talking about these scenes and bad scenes and these ideas did this mm -hmm. come from your idea book so, yeah, well, yeah, I wrote this in my idea book. Uh -huh. Yes. And this I have that idea book. Go ahead. What's that? Oh, I have no, that idea ahead. book where I just sort of write things and I kind of have an app too, where, you know, when things pop into my head, whether it's a bit of dialogue or a cool name or like just some kind of cool fact about somebody who's a character, I'll put it in there. And then at some point, like I'll go through it and I'll sort of call some of the information and I'm able to pull it out and 
use several different bits of information and put it into one book. Nice. This you and I have in common. I have, well, I have a couple idea books. They keep growing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I will put bits and pieces. Like I'll just thought, think and something will pop in my head and I'll write it down in my book. And it may or may not be used in that book or I'll put it in another book. But usually I'll, I don't know, when you're in the shower, you have these ideas and they just kind of pop into your head. Yes, always in the shower. <laughs> yes, right? Where the heck's my pen and paper? I know. Um, <laughs> now, since our time is just about gone, um, tell me, what's your final thoughts? I mean, what would you want all our listeners to take away from this interview about you? Oh, that I'm not as horrible and just all <laughs> over the place as I feel like I am. Um, I just kind of, I write what interests me. So I can't say I'm going to stick to a genre. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a little chaotic and I apologize for that, but I'm a little chaotic in my interests. So, but I have to write what interests me. So if mm -hmm. I've written something, you know, I'm passionate about it. Right. Well, I can actually appreciate that. I find... I like to write what I what I would read myself. So mm -hmm. I really appreciate that. I want to thank you so much, Jody, for being on the program today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Anytime. I want to thank all our listeners um, as usual. and Well, not always usual, but this month we've been doing Tuesdays and Thursday interviews. And occasionally you'll notice that Tuesdays will pop up, but typically we're a Thursday interview type of show. But so stay tuned, stay tuned if I can get my tongue to roll around to next Tuesday when we have our next author. Thank you again, everybody, for coming on and listening. Have a great evening. <laughs>